what's going on? Thanks for tuning back in to We Should Jam Sometime, episode number 31. First record label on the podcast. Uh, these guys are second year MIA. For those of you that don't know what MIA is, Music Industry Arts, Fanshawe College, London, Ontario. Um, these guys uh, kind of continued the tradition of running house shows, which is cool. And they're also uh, kind of trying to get this record label off the ground. And when they asked me to do this, I, I said yes right away. Um, because I didn't, I, re- I really wanted to know like what the fuck was going on. Because it's really funny being in a program like that where everybody uh, has ideas. You know, everybody has ideas of grandeur, me included. And uh, it's, it took me a while to like really figure out okay, like, what, what is just, like, a pipe dream and what makes sense? And starting a band is similar to that, but starting a record label, you know. I'm sure many people have tried in the history of MIA. So I was really, really curious um, as to what these guys were thinking. And i got to be honest, like, I was a little surprised when, we, when, uh, when the episode was over. Um, not that I, like, really thought anything bad, but, you know. I I thought they had their heads about them more than I thought they did, which is cool, which is good. So that was cool. Uh, I thought it was like, I thought it was a really interesting podcast. Hopefully, you guys feel the same way. Uh, we kind of just talked about like what they were kind of thinking as a new label, and I think that might be interesting if somebody that's like maybe doesn't think you're going to be into it. You know, part of doing this whole podcast for me is just um discovering like new ways to do this thing because there's so many bands in the world and there's so many people doing different things and everybody's kind of at a different success level and there's really no right way to do this so you know there's not too many people out there maybe starting record labels or the problem is is there's too many people out there starting record labels and like okay what the fuck does that mean and something that they said in this episode the Gatsby guys you know we're like we're not we're not trying to compete you know, the goal is never to, you know, be bigger than Universal because we're in a world now where, like, there's four big record labels and that's it. You know, all the little g- companies get bought up. And, you know, that was even a goal for theirs is to maybe get this thing to a point where they can sell it. So that that was really interesting. Uh, I'm going to stop rambling. But basically, I just want to set this up that, you know, if you're listening and you didn't maybe th- think that you were uh, maybe going to totally be into this thing, I would really check it out because I think they had some interesting things to say and just some interesting perspectives. And there's a new kind of interview for me. I listened back to it. I think, uh, you know, I try to listen back to some of these just so I can improve. Uh, I know I still say yeah and <laughs> definitely or whatever a lot. I'm still working on that, you know. But I, I just like that's how I talk in my day to day. And then when it's recorded, you can tell. And I'm trying to do it less, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, but anyway, yeah, Gatsby Records. And what's cool about this is these guys don't have any music out because they're a record label, so you get to hear some Lost Arts um, in the intro-outro today. So, uh, yeah, go buy that EP. I should probably be pushing that more every episode. The band Lost Arts has a new EP out. Go fucking listen to it. All right, bye. <laughs> We should jam sometime. You guys just want to, like, for anybody listening, just run your names. Sure, you want to we'll Yeah. Go um, I'm Aiden. Um, I handle some of the finances of Gatsby Records. Oh, money guy. <laughs> He's a big money man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my name's Seth, and I do uh, uh, the social media and website design, marketing, Sweet. that kind of stuff. Uh, my name's Dex. I do uh, booking and uh, talking bands, being right. like a one-on-one kind of guy. Cool. I'm Miguel. I'm kind of doing the same thing there. Kind of starting out, but with social media as well. Right on. And then what's uh, Nick's not here? What's like his role? Uh, Nick's uh, running our studio in this house. And okay, then cool. also doing all the sound for anything we need. Right on. Sound yeah. on for. Like cool. when we do a show, he's the guy. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> right on. Um, cool. So yeah, so like how did this start? Like was it like one of you guys kind of collected everybody? Or was this something like last year when you were together that just sort of came, made sense? Um, it was kind of like... 
I guess kind of just like an idea, yo. Like, I'm sure a lot of people have had that idea. Like, start yeah. <laughs> and then it goes nowhere. Yeah. It was with the um, house. It was with, uh... Yeah, we all decided to live together first. And then um, we were kind of starting to get interested in the business side of right. the music industry. You know, yeah. Everybody wants to be an artist and an engineer, which is just cool. Yeah. So do a lot of us. But, yeah. you know, kind of stepping into the business territory was something that interests all of us. Yeah. And, um, you know, back when I wanted to be an artist when I was younger, um, I kind of had this um, name Gatsby and I had a brand and I had a logo, all that stuff. And I said, you know, I don't really want to do this anymore. Yeah. Instead of starting from scratch, why don't I just take that yeah. and start something cool with these guys so we're not starting at zero? Right. Yeah. So that's kind of how that started. Um, yeah, and then... It's kind of in like the studio, too. We're just like, yo, we should do something. Like, yeah. We should start this. Right on. Something's a little different than just like starting yeah, a band. Yeah, exactly. Everything. I mean, we're in the right place. Yeah, totally. Surrounded by the right people. Yeah, know? right on. So. And also keeping the... Um, like the MIA community parties and yeah, trying to keep that Tars thing going. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's been running for a while. Yeah. It's so cool that like every year just somebody like picks it up. Exactly. Yeah. I think Pass it's been on. going consistent since like 2013. I think there's always been like a new house. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty dope. I feel like there was a little bit of worry at the end of last year too. There was, yeah. Amongst yeah, and now there's two. Now there's two houses. There is two, and both do it like really differently. Yeah. Like that's you, I don't know if you were at the, the chum bucket. Yeah, one. I was. Yeah. I don't know. I felt it was kind of a different vibe. Yeah, which is cool because then you just yeah. have like they're totally different. Nobody's doing the same thing. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. Right on. So then, like, was the house party thing like a no-brainer as like an addition to this, or was that something you guys wanted to do regardless? I think we started with that idea originally. I know Dex and I were looking for a house before we talked to these guys, and we were uh, planning yeah. on getting a house show together. Right. Um, and that was kind of the extent of what this year was going to be. Right. Um, and we've kind of just taken it a couple steps further. Yeah, I guess. yeah. for sure. <laughs> it's just like one thing after another just yeah. kept snowballing down, and our ideas just kept getting bigger, and then we we're just kind of like. I don't know why not you know yeah. it's like and if it fails it fails and if it doesn't then totally it's this is awesome. the time to fail exactly if it's right. gonna fail so what's the like what's keeping you guys sort of like grounded and like together so it's not because there's obviously five of you it's a lot of minds a lot of people thinking it's like yeah. how is this thing sort of like how are you keeping it on track so it doesn't get like two at a hand and you can go yeah kind of keep it on the tracks there's a lot of um we avoid stepping on each other's toes right like if there's anything to do with um like even this for example like booking this show like yeah it was aiden's kind of thing you know right what i mean like or anything if something needs to go on a social media page yeah like, you talk to me right if somebody's booking a group you talk to one of these guys right so we've been pretty successful at delegating who does what right before mm-hmm. things started happening right um and i think that's kind of sh- streamlined i guess would be the word yeah um kind of the stuff we do when we're operating but uh right on yeah, defining roles early really helped out. Very yeah, early. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, that's perfect. Especially like if you guys just all had your own interests anyway, and then that, that's perfect to just bring it together. And that yeah. is like, good too. Like Nick, for example, he's just interested in gear and studios and right. you know, he shows his phone music. Like, I don't know how to work this. Yeah. <laughs> so like I'm not gonna be posting on Instagram. Right. Like, right. I just don't get it, which is totally cool. Yeah. Well like Nick, for example, we're uh when we decided to have him be the well, we asked him, we're like, you know. Yeah, he's kind of yeah, not a tech guy yeah. when it comes to social media, but he was yeah. like all about the studio. And we sat down in his room one day and like four hours just pretty much designing the, the our our room oh, acoustically. Nice. And we got the dimensions and we oh, got all great. set up. And it's like you know, just like that. Rolls is just yeah, everyone's kind of committed to their thing. Yeah, that's really, awesome. Yeah, like but, I looked at those studio blueprints and I went, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I definitely would be in the same boat. So, yeah, yeah. It's way easier just hire for your weaknesses that's honestly perfect. and like that's why you need a team right yeah just definitely in, in anything yeah so. a lot of skills a lot of diverse skills in here and it helps yeah. out to have for that. sure and, you know four engineers or yeah four business guys it helps to have everyone definitely definitely yeah. so then uh how many how many artists are you guys working with right now you got jailbirds yeah and do have jailbirds um brandon watt he's uh he's doing an ep with dan right now okay cool um so we're kind of excited about that yeah, um, awesome. you know, just working out contracts with those, yeah, with those people. Um, I just had a phone meeting with Harmonies. Okay, those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they're pretty established in Argentina, and they're coming home. Yeah, just because the economy there sucks. Yeah, they've got a good following here, so they're looking to plan a full tour in March when they land. Oh, cool. So it'd be cool to kind of get that right on in motion. But uh, the Jailbirds are our big guys right now. Yeah, 
for yeah. sure. And we're also working with uh, Roshin Gordon uh, in okay. second year, trying to get her uh, EP started, uh, kind of establishing a career for her here right in on. London. Cool. Um, so that's really cool to work with kind of a diverse set of artists. Definitely. It's not just one style. Yeah. Try to avoid that, just being, you know, the... Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. If you had, like, if you were just going to, like, kind of stay open to genres or if you were, or if you had, like, a focus... You're just trying to like trying to stay open. I think, I think at least for, yeah. for now. Anyway. I think at least yeah. for now, at least yeah. while we're uh, still trying to, it's not really figured out. It's not the right word, but still trying to yeah, establish ourselves. I guess it's kind of yeah. It's not worth our while to limit ourselves. No, definitely. yeah, definitely. <laughs> and yeah. like we're we're trying to seek out like our peers that are you know yeah. talented enough oh, that we great. believe in helping. Right, so it doesn't really matter sure. what they're yeah for sure yeah. It's also been a lot of finding the balance between like just opening the floodgates to everyone like right. hey just come on yeah like the groups we want to work with we're interested in musically right yeah um you know regardless of the genre yeah for so, sure which is you know like we want to avoid so. just being like hey we want to work with everyone yeah right like because you know then we're not really professionals and we yeah. want to try to start yeah well you want to work on stuff that you're like passionate about right? yeah. yeah that's the same thing with like me doing this is i want to have i don't yeah. want to just have like a band on and i don't even like their music and like, right. i have to figure out how to fill like 45 minutes right <laughs> yeah <laughs> like you want to make sure that i know what the fuck i'm talking about yeah and, right if i'm interested so yeah that's yeah. good right yeah, I mean, on. we're not really keen to work with people who are, like we're yeah interested in yeah um and like we hope they're they think we're cool people too yeah. and, like, yeah, definitely it's cool Cool. So then, um, so somebody's like just signing with you or whatever, let's say, where are you kind of like starting with them? Let's say they're like singer songwriter, they got songs. What's kind of like the trajectory? What are you trying to do for them? So right now we don't have a lot of capital to fund records. Right. So what we're doing right now is we're doing management contracts. Okay, cool. So like Dex and I, the other day we worked out a, we sent a PDF to Mike and the Jailbirds guys just kind of outlining our budget for them okay. and promo. Okay. Like a step-by-step, like, yeah, this is what we're going to do for you guys. Right. And we don't want yeah. people to just be like, you know, it's like, oh, these guys are, you know, they're a record label. Yeah. And yeah. then it's like, okay, so what are you guys actually going to do? So yeah. Like, Here you go. This right. Is the, this is everything on paper. Right. And yeah. And yeah, basically, these are the steps you need to take to get to the next level. Like right. for the Jailbirds guys, our goal is to get them on a major agency. Okay. And have them touring with a band like Monster Truck. Right. We talked a lot about. Yeah. I know Mike's gonna kill me if he sees this for saying <laughs> he doesn't want to. Yeah. He doesn't want to be yeah. like Monster Truck or yeah. like a group like that, yeah. right? So that's our goal for them. So then, kind of working backwards, like how are we gonna do that? How much is it gonna cost? Right. What areas do we need to like look at? So blogs, um, you know, getting on curated playlists on Spotify yeah. and Apple. Yeah. yeah. All that stuff. Just Local radio, <clears throat> getting the right people out to see them. Yeah. Um. So yeah, playing that social media game too. It is a game, eh? Playing, yeah. playing the game. <laughs> it really it's like is. thing, yeah, especially really uh, living with this guy. I mean, before for, no, for me like Instagram was just kind of like you know just kind of yeah. post something. Yeah. But now I'm really starting to learn. You know, it's just it's fighting the algorithm. You know, it's yeah. kinda, these guys sit in the basement in the studio and they geek out to like pedals and like <laughs> UAD plugins, and I'm like geeking out to hashtags. Yeah. And, but again, it's that's kind of full circle to what we were talking about in the beginning, yeah, where everybody sure. kind of has their their strengths and weaknesses, yeah, and it's like sure. just kind of owning it, and it, it works. Yeah. yeah, it'd be unfortunate if we were all uh, one type of guy. Yeah, we're all, like, definitely. Studio guys. Yeah, it's really hard for a bunch of you know music guys to all run a label together. Right? <laughs> for sure. So. Yeah, I think that's probably where it's fallen flat before too. Is like, it's just the idea of wanting to have a label. It's the same thing with like wanting to be in a band. Like, there's a difference of just like I'm in a rock band and I'll play these shitty bars versus like. No, right. I need to talk to Edie, and I need to, like, talk to this guy in this city, and, like, yeah. you know, there's a difference between the two. If you want to, like, move laterally, or if you're just cool with being in a band. And I think the difference I've found so far with talking to different bands, it's, like, how serious are they? Yeah. And even when you talk to some bands, or, you know, maybe they're still playing small bars, and yeah. they're, you know, they're not playing stadiums, but they're still, they have the head in the right place, yeah. and you can, you just feel the drive. They feel yeah. that they want to be at the next place, and that's when I want to work with them. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, okay, even, we're trying to grow together, yeah. a small label with a smaller band, Yeah. and that kind of, yeah. I don't know, just the headspace, right? You just need For the sure. fuel. Yeah. And when there's some bands, they're just kind of like, yeah. I don't know, they just, they don't really know what they're doing. I noticed it, like, after we graduated, because when the sort of, like, MIA is great, but it kind of, like, protects you a little bit, really, and yeah. once those walls go away... Some people start like floundering because they don't actually know like what the fuck they're supposed to be doing, and like realistically, it's just 
if you want it, you can go out and get it, you know, kind of thing. But, uh, yeah, Seth, do you have any, like, social media tips that you might want to give to the people? Yeah. (laughs) I know I'm sure you got lots of secrets, but, like, this is more for me. I mean, I'm still learning, too, right? (laughs) Yeah. But um, the one thing, I was actually talking about this with Nick yesterday, because he's looking to start posting about his pedals and his gear and his guitars and stuff like that. Yeah. The one thing I see with, like, a lot of bands is they'll post, like, let's say um, you're a band with 500 followers on Instagram. Yeah. And you post as a hashtag on one of your posts, rock band. Right. If I click rock band, there's 40 million posts there. Yeah. You're going to get buried. Yeah. Like, it's a lot of research in, like, that aspect. Yeah. um, You know, maybe go for something smaller where people are posting less of. Right. Um, Because people look through those. I look through those to get ideas or... You can follow those hashtags now. Yeah. Yeah, You can follow those now. And run your page. um, If you're a smaller group, you might be more likely to be in the top of those searches right so i don't know i would do a lot of hashtag research on what is realistic for you to get noticed in right and not just post like music right hashtag <laughs> right. or like yeah rock band yeah um the other thing too is use you're allowed 30 on instagram yeah. use them all yeah it's kind of like i said to nick yesterday if you have if i gave you 30 lottery tickets like yeah you would scratch them all yeah so right. why not use them? I know it can look obnoxious, but, yeah. you know, don't put them in your caption then put them in the first comment. Right. Stuff like that. Facebook's a different beast. I'm still yeah trying to get um, a handle of that. I found with Facebook, you have to pay to play. Yeah. Which yeah. kind of sucks. Yeah, totally. Um, Twitter, Aiden's actually doing. Oh, yeah. I'm, I, like, don't use Twitter. Yeah, I, I got it. I've had Twitter for a while, so I just kind of like, do you use Twitter? Yeah, you get lost in Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you're, like, you're always showing me, like, these, you know, Twitter, Twitter, like, look at this guy. I'm like, I don't know, what is Twitter? Yeah. I'm just going to. There was a I'm really good time. Yeah, I have no idea. Back, like, 2014, when Twitter was, like, at its peak. Yeah. And it's kind of, I don't I don't know what it is anymore. It's, yeah. It's not the same Twitter that I grew up on. <laughs> I always thought Twitter was looking how witty and funny I am. Yeah. Type thing. It used to be, and now it's like. Right. It's just a shit show. Yeah. It's a wasteland, man. Yeah. That's funny. The only, like, advice from Facebook that I got, which I was doing with these, was if you post, like, a YouTube link, yeah. less people see it versus just, like, a video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is where I started, like, doing, like, the little trailers or whatever. Right. Which I don't know if it's helped that much, but that's I've also, what like, I've researched. Yeah. I've, I've noticed that, too. And when you tag, um, like, people's personal profiles. Right. Because if I was to tag you, yeah. like, when we post this, let's say, yeah. and I tag you personally... All your like friends and family will see my right. posts. Yeah. Like, oh, what's this? Yeah. It Gatsby Records. That's kind of cool. Yeah. What's that? Right. And then you know maybe that's a conversion. Right. Right. Yeah, I just I geeked out there. I said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. But uh, yeah. Um, Facebook's is something is something else. I just. Yeah. I don't know. I learn something new from yeah. that app each day. Yeah. Totally. But, I think a big thing is I'm not the social media guy, but bands have got to figure out their. Uh, figure it out or have someone else help them figure it out yeah. because you know the amount of 2018 everyone's on their phone yeah and uh oh, you so can see bands, bands too, right? terrible too so, like, many bands terrible yeah. pictures and terrible yeah. content like content yeah everyone wants content yeah that's and, the other uh, thing is like i see bands posting like, awful yeah. photos exactly like, it's like an awful like yeah. the, they show a picture of like them rocking out with like zero people in the crowd and it's yeah. all blurry and you're like oh like <laughs> yeah. no one's yeah. it's yeah. one of the biggest challenges like you have a band with great music yeah you know you maybe just found the bat band on yeah. facebook or wherever yeah and you start listening to it and you're like oh it's great music and you start looking at their social media yeah and you're like i really wish you could just come in here and like yeah just give it a makeover For overall sure. you know definitely yeah. i mean i like being pleasantly surprised when i hear a good song i land on their page i'm like oh shit yeah these yeah. guys are legit yeah. yeah yeah it like it's it's terrible to say this but it's social proof yeah like sure, that's though. the word I would kind of yeah. use. It's like these guys sound good, and like here's the numbers that say that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Totally. And I enjoy like when I land on a page. Um, I don't know if you're like the grid layout. Yeah, I like it when it's color. Yeah, le- like properly themed. Yeah, it's like it's kind of pleasant to my eye. And, yeah, I don't know. No, I'm a visual no, I, person. I, I, I agree with <laughs> this guy's left. I don't no, know. I agree with that. <laughs> but For like sure. you only have one, one or two seconds, maybe half a second to catch somebody's eye. Yeah, so you gotta. Definitely. Yeah, I was talking to um, Trevor Dubois was in here, and we were talking a lot yeah. about that because he's like he's great. He's at, a like, wizard. His Instagram no, game is unreal. Yeah. So I was talking to him about that, and it was a lot of just kind of 
find your personality, like mm-hmm. let your personality come through. It's easier for him too because he's like a solo thing. Yeah. Where like for like my band, for instance, we're like trying to get whatever the four of us our personality right. is as a group. Exactly. But it was a lot of like don't don't take yourself too seriously, but like know when that's yeah. important. And I think that's where he kills it because he's a funny dude. But he's not like too ridiculous either. It's a really fine like line that he. That yeah, he guy, yeah, he rides especially live when you see him. He yeah, ride, he, he he rides the line of ridiculous those songs where it's like you know it's almost like a, like a parody song. Yeah, but it's serious and relatable. And you're like, yeah, yeah. You laugh and you smile, yeah. but you're like you're into it too, yeah. and you want to keep listening. And what was the one? The cup song. The cup. Oh, I heard yeah. that song once, and I've like <laughs> I've gotta like pour myself a, like a glass of water. I go cup, <laughs> cup, cup. <laughs> so ridiculous but like that's i don't know he kind of owns it eh? yeah. like who he is it's totally cool. yeah, yeah it's perfect uh who do you guys like locally who are you maybe not that you maybe haven't signed or anything but just who are you looking at who do you like who do we, are we biased am i yeah, yeah. <laughs> well i you think have actually first time here like trevor uh charlie kid yeah I, I was like i was blown away seth actually the day before he came in to the school showed me the video of his single yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and I was like, "Oh, wow. the California one? Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, bud! Yeah, yeah. yeah and it was great. like immediately that's I was like, this is authentic. Like, yeah. there's nothing contrived about this. He just believes it. Yeah, and that's why it worked. Because sometimes you see stuff where it's good, but you can tell they don't believe it. Right. And I think that was one of the things that blew me away right away was just the authenticity. For sure. And it's something that we always look for in artists. Yeah. Um, not saying like Trevor had has his own stuff going on right now, but um, yeah. Man, if I ever had the opportunity to work with Trevor, I'd, I'd yeah, love to. For sure. Definitely. But uh, especially that video, you can tell he spent a lot on the production value yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah, like it's and that just goes back to what we were saying about like having like good visual content. Yeah, I think he did like a lot of that himself too. I like, would, I believe you. I think he edited <laughs> it and everything himself. Yeah. I mean, I've only talked to him once, but I mean, mm-hmm. his songs are kind of stuck in my head. And just his personality, yeah. <laughs> right? Totally. Yeah, he's got a really cool way of looking at music and uh, and being an artist, and he's it's Definitely. all about being original for him and being authentic. And I think that's something all artists should be aspiring to be is authentic and for you know, sure. being themselves and not trying to follow whatever's cool right now. Yeah. Um, Cause it's really easy to follow what's cool and just, you know, do it and try to yeah. get that contract, you for know, sure. chase that contract. Yeah. I mean, you guys are always going to local shows. You guys know. And I'm rocking the, yeah, yeah, brighter, brighter green. Brighter green. Yeah. You can't go. On, you green. cannot go on Instagram and not see brighter green. Posts. <laughs> that's true. That's that is true. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's perfect. Yeah. Even if it's just like gyro playing guitar. Yeah. You know, that's true. And, uh, it, it's great to see that when the, the bands are really dedicated and uh-huh. out there. For sure. The amount of times I've gone to try and find a gyro shred for Telly Tuesday that I do, <laughs> and there's nothing. It's like, yeah. yeah. Um, it's a personal, yeah. I have a personal video yeah. right now. <laughs> but I think London's definitely got that MI biased. Like, for sure. Most yeah. of the local bands are yeah. MI, especially yeah. when you're putting on a house show or something. A lot of the time, you just got the yeah. MI or past MI guys. Or, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. The school really helps folks a lot of talent. One city, oh, yeah. which uh, for sure. it's crazy. You don't see it other places. I mean, Hamilton's got a good music scene, and yeah. obviously Toronto, but the Toronto stuff's a little. Toronto's huge. Too. Yeah, it's a little older too. There's like a lot of more. Uh, I don't know. I say mid twenties to late twenties bands there. Yeah. So yeah, a little older than us, but yeah, uh, it's crazy how London just has this focus of talent now. And yeah, it's a little bit more of like a scene here. Yeah. Like, I was talking to Ready the Prince, and they were saying like, there's no like Toronto scene. Like, there's no, like, rock scene or anything because there's so much going on mm-hmm. that it's not, like, focused enough, which is tough because it's a lot easier if you have a community of people oh, exactly. that are willing, you know, to come out. Yeah. I don't know. What else? What else you guys like? Yeah, what do you What do you guys? You guys are always at band, or, uh, shows. I'm always a band, yeah. <laughs> well, I was just at Perfect Limbs last night. Yeah. Those guys, oh, are, those oh, guys yeah. are Those wild. guys are cool. Those guys are wild. Yeah. They're killing it. Yeah. 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 They're really killing it. Yeah. So those guys, uh... Twice this summer in Montreal, and I was the. Uh, oh, right on. It was a nice, you know, one man mosh pit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that's the trouble going out of province, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like, but it was still wild. That's yeah. the thing. It's like you go and you're one man, but like your buddies with a lot of them, but uh, they still kill it, you know. Those are the yeah. shows where like that's where you have to take it home. Like I've heard that from so many. Yeah. Like Bodie Jar was telling me last year. Like yeah, the first one in Montreal it was nobody. Yeah. Just they drove that time to basically have like a practice, but you still got to go and like kill it, and because there might be like one guy there that you impressed and that guy might be someone uh yeah might be dex maybe dex (laughs) i might be your show i might be your montreal show come out it's the experience too gets escorted out from washington you know when a band gets out there on tour together (laughs) you 
band starts to come together as a band and after, like really makes it easier to start writing an album and for sure and playing shows get easier and yeah if you it's, stuck around the local city it's yeah you know. it's the stuff that that sucks that makes you stronger yeah. as a band you know like we we played in at the hideout in toronto for the first time in the summer and it was like five people there and then when we were done the bar filled up like right afterwards and we were like, <laughs> like, like awesome we'll <laughs> get the fuck out of here then. <laughs> But yeah, it's that kind of stuff that just makes you a stronger band. Yeah, we've sure. all been there. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of part of the gig, really. If you're gonna do it, like, it's yeah. not always gonna be great. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else yeah. you guys want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, we we should probably mention that Jailbirds has uh, an EP dropping. The new right year. on. Yeah. We're, uh, we're picking that date for that, but we've uh, okay got two singles out, and I think we're waiting on Black Madonna as the next single, right? They're gonna they're gonna soft release. I think we were just we had a phone yeah, we conversation. Last, we said Mike last night. Yeah, they're gonna soft release every song in the EP, and then they're gonna do a okay. full launch with cool. us. We're gonna do an indie launch with them. Cool. Um, we're just trying to find a London opener right. for like local draw. Right. Yeah. Because, um, you know, like they're not that well known. Yeah. You have the greatest sure. music in the world. Yeah. But like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's kind of that perception. Definitely. Yeah. They also kind of uh, had that two-year period where they left London right. went back to Mississauga and started making waves in Toronto but yeah. uh, I guess London forgets kind of easy it, London's brutal dude mm-hmm. I just the bands I've been talking to like out of town everybody's like how the fuck do we play in London yeah once <laughs> you, well, once you hard, leave man. London yeah. all your friends leave too and then yeah. you come back and it's a new yeah. fresh faces so yeah and there's like there's places to play here but for the most part they're places that you're not gonna be able to draw to even yeah. big bands like it's hard to get people to go to like Old East or like Fitzray's or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like, That's why you guys have like Monster Truck selling out Rum Runners. Like these guys yeah. can play in the hall. You guys yeah. can play the hall. Why not? But they just yeah. like, you know, they want the, uh, they just want that packed show. Yeah. So it's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's unreal. Yeah. And we've been trying hard to get the birds on that bill. Right. And we still are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know, I know Mike would freak. So. Yeah. Um, for sure. Brandon was talking about how he likes local openers. Yeah. And I mean, we're a London indie. Yeah. They're, they've been in London for a lot of their music career right so it's pretty it's it is feasible yeah it's totally um, feasible you're kind of at the mercy of agents and yeah a lot of t- i was talking to Edie about the dirty nail show at the end of the month and i yeah. guess like they wanted to pick like Edie had to send them like a bunch of bands oh, that's cool, true yeah. i guess you'd know this more than us yeah like, getting on the getting yeah. on bills yeah so i was like so i was like yeah what's the deal with that nail show and he's like i had to send them like a huge list of bands and then they were Damn. gonna pick and i was like oh, are you are you in right. the, are you in the are running i don't know i think i think it's over and i think a band from hamilton's opening actually i think basement revolver's opening well they're from they hamilton right the other like day. dirty no yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um like, you guys know who legal kill is they uh, I've heard the name. Yeah, that. they're not together anymore, but they opened uh, for the Dirty No, and they played a Call the Office a couple years ago. Okay. Yeah, which he just asked, I guess Charles just asked Tony, and Tony made it happen, but yeah, I guess this time it was a little tougher. They wanted to pick. Seems like the whole Rum Runners and uh, like the London Music Hall organization's a little harder to penetrate. It is, like, yeah. You got it. Edie's a great guy. He's just busy. Oh, everybody, man, it's just everybody wants, wants his play, attention. Right? Yeah, just... so you just gotta like... My yeah. advice just for everybody's been... Just anytime you're at Rum Runners, make the effort to just at least be like, hey man, what's up? Just wanted to say oh, yeah, hi yeah. and move on. So what sure. I did, and it, it took like seven months, but we got a show. <laughs> we opened for Carl there every the night. <laughs> no, I, I emailed them a couple times after we met, and then just anytime I was there, I at least tried to say hi. Mm-hmm. And uh, it worked out. We That's what it seems like. Call. I mean, yeah. you graduated already. We're still, uh, yeah. we're still in there, but it just seems like... That's the name of the game is FaceTime. Like totally. Everyone. Yeah. People just need to know who you are. You can send out emails and say who you are and yeah. what your deal is. And at the end of the day, yeah. if they haven't even met you, yeah. I mean, you could be, you know, because you're one of a hundred emails that they got. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So if if you if they saw your face that one time and they yeah. recognize you, it's like, oh, like, yeah, I'll give this guy a second of my time. And For sure. Yeah. That that can take you way yeah. farther than you could have thought, right? Totally. Yeah. And it's the same thing, like, out of town. Like, the amount of emails I sent this summer to get shows out of town. Oh, yeah. And the amount of emails I didn't get back is ridiculous. But you just have to, like, keep doing it. What would you say the uh, return rate was on what you sent out? Well, we got four shows booked, and I probably sent, like, 
including follow-up emails, I probably sent like 25 to 30 emails okay. to like different venues. That's actually not bad at all. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah. But I mean, how many venues are there, right? Like, yeah. Like, well, like in Hamilton, we played at the doors and I think I emailed like the other three venues in Hamilton, like bigger venues in Hamilton first and got nothing. And then the doors is like, they'll book you no matter what. It's easy. But that was kind of, I was like, I guess we're going to have to do these like easy to book ones first and then we'll go from here. I think it's one of my favorite venues, though. I think the Doors was fun. As just like someone going to a show, the Doors is great. Yeah, it was a pretty good show. We played the Bovine Sex Club. That was a great show. That venue's cool. Yeah, it's kind of like Call the Office in a way that it's like legendary and like grimy, but (laughs) it's kind of cool because it's grimy. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) just has like all the history in it. But yeah, so uh, so you guys like, I thought somebody was telling me with like, Brendan Watt. Like, is he like? Does he have songs and stuff that you guys? Um, that he's like bringing in or like are you guys also doing stuff like writing for well, artists and stuff I, yeah I work with Brandon um, and he wrote all of his own songs so okay. we have nothing to do okay. with that he more or less uh, he's funding his own record too okay, his cool. own EP right on um, basically he just wants us to um, do the same thing we're doing for the birds mm-hmm. is you know throw some money at it and throw it in the right places right um and you know dan's doing it yeah dan Brovic, so that's awesome so it'll be great that's yeah you have a lot of confidence <laughs> there right away yeah. yeah um but yeah so he should probably be finished that around i don't know the new year christmas right on um we've only heard rough mixes right but they sound great yeah oh, dan also, didn't dan mix our stuff and it's yeah just okay, mixed yeah. It. yeah yeah he mixed yeah. and mastered our ep oh yeah yeah which was odd. I mean, Dan's fucking the wizard. So where'd you yeah. guys record? Yeah. We just did it in Studio Two during the strike really? last year. Yeah, uh-huh. can't complain. Yeah. <laughs> did yeah. you guys like record yourself and engineer it? Or? Yeah, Carl von, von Estorf helped out a lot. He did a lot of work, but yeah, we just did it ourselves. Yeah. And then yeah, Dan mixed it for us, which was awesome. So yeah, yeah. that's cool. Like, I guess that's the perk, right? Yeah, uh, that's what. Because like Carl did like a rough mix, and I was like, oh no, it sounds pretty good. He was like, I think we might as well like we did it for we recorded it for free. You might as well spend your money on mm-hmm. like getting it professionally mixed. Yeah, like, yeah, good call. So yeah, we yeah. talked to Dan, and Dan was into it. So and how did you cool. find like as an artist working with Dan? It was off. I mean, it, he was just mixing it, so it was like pretty easy. We just handed yeah. him the sessions, and like he's pretty quick, and like very little changes ever needed to be done. Yeah, and yeah, it was awesome. He's cra- like he's crazy good, so it'll yeah. it'll be good. And he's like, <laughs> is he like producing it and stuff too? He, it, yeah, I'm trying to remember what he. So he's producing it, mixing, mastering, and he's playing the instruments. Oh right. shit! Yeah. Oh yeah, be wicked. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the Brandon vocal on top. Yeah. And then so Brandon's just coming into Emac, and he's just gonna spend a day or two just doing vocals. Yeah. And then oh, the rest, amazing. Dan's gonna do it his his home studio. Damn. Yeah, that'd be yeah. crazy, dude. Kind of comes back to that whole, like, London thing where... Yeah. This weird bubble where you got Juno-nominated yeah. producers yeah. and engineers... Yeah. Totally. ...in the same space as all these bands. And, yeah, definitely. Uh, you kind of end up meeting people that, like, looking at your age and stuff and experience. Like, we have no, no business working yeah. with some of the artists. Right. Working, but <laughs> you know what? That's that's yeah. why you come here, right? So. But also, yeah, like, I, that's something I've really learned lately with stuff like... Well, like, Ready the Prince, for example, is a band that I love so much, and I was like... Oh, like we needed another band for our release show. And I was like, I can't reach out to them. Like, you guys I like them too much. Hefty bill. Yeah, and I was like, fuck it. And I messaged them, and then they came and did this, and they did the show, and like we're buds now. And it just like that's, that's so a good cool. example of like, there's no way I could fucking talk to those guys. That's all face thing. Yeah. yeah. More and shows, then, right? More yeah, opportunities. Exactly. And those guys are killing it, and they're friends with Cleopatra, so you know, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just a Where lot of go, that. Right? Like one thing leads to another. Exactly. Type and, thing and yeah. Um, like the MI community is nice because where's everyone going to be in five, ten years? Exactly. Right? Yeah. Um, we had this conversation when we were walking the, walking in the studios. It was like, think about like all the guy, the top dogs in yeah. the music industry in Canada. Yeah. You know, they're going to reach that age where they step down and yeah. people are going to cycle through and eventually yeah. Yeah. who's going to be running this, you know, yeah. like cartel almost in the yeah. music industry. <laughs> Yeah, like, I mean, everyone at the house show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on I a mean, Saturday night. Yeah. Like, the industry yeah, professionals crazy. in Canada, it's, like, a tight group. Yeah. There's not many. No. And it's crazy just, like, well, I mean, just guest lectures that we yeah. get and stuff, right? Exactly. Like, Mike's bringing in guys that are, like, top tier. Mm. And they're all, most for the most part, all from MIA as well. 
So it just opens the door yeah. up for I mean, definitely, else. definitely a good program to yeah. do. If there's anybody watching who's thinking about, yeah. you know, entering that. For sure do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I had a job this summer that I solely got because I was an MIA. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. Which just... Because the pros want, like, want to hook everybody up. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. as long as they know who you are. That's and, I mean, thing. people in the field, too, are looking. They're like, oh, I was in that program. It's almost like a fraternity. Yeah, it's weird. In a weird way. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. That's exactly what it is, actually. That's exactly yeah. what it is, isn't it? Like, yeah. oh, like, I was 19, 21. Yeah. In the same struggles that you were. Yeah. I've kind of made it, so, like, I'll, I'll throw you a bone or, like. Definitely. Or I know the program is, is credible. Yeah. Like, what so. every prof, too, went to MI except for Dan, right? I, I don't know. Dan I think and Dave, I think, were the only so. ones who weren't in the program. I think that's right. Yeah. I think that's right. Yeah, that's crazy. You got and now that. they're teaching at it. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah, Rob and, uh, Rob and Joe met in the program. Actually. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah. insane. Yeah, well, I mean, like, EMAC basically, like, started, like, what you guys are doing. Like, it wasn't supposed to be anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking EMAC. So. That's what I mean. Like, forming a band, yeah. forming this, it's not any different than no. those guys now. No. Not at all. It's like, I feel like sometimes people think it's unattainable. Or yeah. it's like unlikely yeah well i think it's unattainable if you it's go like, into a thing and it's unattainable. Yeah. exactly yeah it's exactly. like the whole like no plan b type thing you well, gotta just push through yeah we've all been talking that with like crownlands because yeah they were in here like yeah. eight months ago yeah we opened for them at rum runner i saw them do you guys know what the grinning gator is it was a it was a, no. it was a bar downtown it's closed now in london grinning yeah gator. shitty bar they <laughs> opened where crownlands played like early on this bill opening for people that they like shouldn't have been opening for i won't say yeah. names so that was about two years ago and now they're fucking opening for jack white so that's oh, a very what? Opening for jack- you know that that's what they're doing right now we've <laughs> been flirting white. with tickets the last just like, like well they're white, they're, they're gonna be opening for jack white at bud gardens at the end oh, of the month come yeah. on so isn't, that, isn't that like and dude literally two years ago like around this time i watched them play that show you should try and, to get Jack White down here. Yeah. <laughs> He'll call Kev and be like, hey, man. Give a tape machine. Can I call him a favor? The odds are probably that bad. You, you might have a shot at yeah, it. He'll see logic crazy. and what's that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're at the tape yeah. machine. Hey, hey Jack, can you come God. over to my house and come to my bedroom and do yeah. this interview? <laughs> <laughs> sounds, sketch, sounds sketchy, man. Honestly. Yeah. But that's like a really good example of like, holy fuck, it's real. Like, it can actually happen. It's, it's very real. Yeah. I think it's always that you always keep thinking like the next the next milestone yeah. is when I'll really figure out it's real or yeah. the next like you know it start with us with once we get like the contracts together or once we yeah. get the business cards or and then it's like once we get our name on a door in an office somewhere. Right. <laughs> but I don't think you ever really take the time to look back and go like it's real. Yeah. Until you know maybe with Jack White you hopefully do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're not sitting there like oh we only opened we didn't headline yeah. you know yeah. but that's uh. I guess that's why guys like that succeed because they're yeah. always looking for that next opportunity. For so. sure. Definitely. That's the, I think it's like just staying humble too. Like yeah. we were like making a joke that like we played main stage for our release show and then we played like Harmony Lunch the other day in Waterloo, which is just like a sandwich bar yeah. and you play on the floor. And like, it's just like, it's really funny that you just like <laughs> do stuff like that, that you yeah. get like, you play this wicked venue and then like the next week you're playing like here or whatever. Let's just have to keep you humble. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and they're all just as fun. Like all the shows are just as fun. So I don't know. That's cool. What you're doing, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, exactly. I think it's good to be able to play different venues like that. For sure. When I was on the phone with the the Harmonies guys, they're saying, "Yeah, like we have like kind of two band personas. Like one, we can play like a club, like with a full band. Then we can go and play a coffee shop, right? Acoustic with washboards. Yeah." And it's like, damn. Like, Which is awesome. You guys are honest yeah. with me. You can literally play anywhere. Yeah. Like. Which not a lot of bands can do that. No. Yeah. You're telling me their story is incredible. Like, yeah. You were, you this were is like shameless you... promotion, but you should, yeah. If yeah. you haven't <laughs> checked at Harmonies. I have, yeah. Alakai yeah. used to be in that band. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Because they're from yeah. Burlington. They're yeah. from Burlington. Alakai used cool. to be in And, yeah. Uh, yeah, they had like a, they were recording an album and the studio caught fire and all their master recordings got burned. <laughs> Fuck, I don't so think they had to, they had to like try and fund like to redo their album oh shit yeah i don't know yeah, they I just didn't know that. up and left to go to argent it's really weird that's crazy yeah but Fuck, well, when they get over here i'll have to reach out yeah sure. definitely yeah, definitely do that yeah that'd if be you can like me. fit all six of them in here. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'd have to like take a wallet or something yeah <laughs> yeah cool um so what do you guys like ideally what's sort of your future projection for this thing maybe like a five-year plan or something you thought that far ahead and you still kind of take it um, day by day 
we take it day by day, baby steps. Yeah. But I think one of our main goals was to try and, I think, get within five years be purchased. Okay. By a major. Right. And operate under them. Right. Because I mean, you know, there's it's there's three main players dominating yeah. the game. It's yeah. not like you can just beat. Yeah. Sixty years <laughs> of. Yeah. You know. For um, sure. I think we should just buy the. We should just rent out the floor above Universal. Yeah. We, just, yeah. we one, we're on the one floor above them. Yeah. But yeah, thinking even smaller, I think one of our next goals too is to fund a record. Yeah. Okay. That's, um, cool. you know, start small. Yeah, like. That's the thing. That's the whole motto we've been kind of going with is baby steps. Like, baby walk steps. before you run, you know? For just sure. Everything we do is bigger, even a little bit, to been a little than bigger the than the thing. last thing. So, yeah. like, no need to kind of stress it and push it like it's gonna happen right but at the same time we want to also be yeah. pushing ourselves not just yeah being safe it's all for about sure. taking risks and like going back to what we were talking about before like if we look <clears throat> back in a year ago like it was just an idea in a cafe like right having lunch yeah yeah you know what i mean yeah. just like just like how forming a band is the same thing yeah like Crownlands. yeah they had a conversation one day hey we should form a band yeah yeah and like now they're playing for jack white it's no different yeah for sure right yeah, so definitely. just kind of a different area of the music industry, but for sure. I also like to hire an accountant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not an accountant. I mean, like, I know uh, some of my friends from Queens are gonna be laughing at me because yeah. they are actually accountants, right? right. Now. And I was the arts kid, and I still am. So I didn't know until like a month ago. I thought you were like a Queens like accountant. No, God. no. I am. Not, I am. I'm a history major. Like, I'm not even close. That's hilarious. I know what audio engineering and uh, a lot of what history. So. Cool. Jeez, eh? yeah, you know what? We're making it work, and that's the point. Just stepping up, right? <laughs> that's funny. That's hilarious. Yeah, don't lose the money. No, the money's yeah, yeah. the money's in safe hands. <laughs> yeah. I'm organized, but I'm I just don't like the numbers. But fair enough. That's fair. I mean, going even further back, working backwards, I think a goal would be, you know, our indie launch show. Mm. Yeah. We really want to, you know, house parties are cool. Right. Like we want to throw something kick ass. Yeah. At a place where, you know, everyone can tear it up. Right. That was part of we're giving back, really. Just, like, yeah. keeping the tradition alive. And I it's intimate, like, right? Yeah. Yeah, somebody had to do it, and us and Chum Bucket kind yeah. of picked the reins up, and we're For hoping sure. that next year we inspire the uh, the first years to do the exact same thing and just keep it going. Definitely. Like you said, it starts, starts small, but yeah. 20, 30 years of consistent yeah. house shows, that'd be a pretty cool tradition. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, it's crazy. I think, uh, do you guys know who Odronimo is? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I think those guys started it just because they couldn't, like, book shows anywhere else. So, so they just did it just so like, they could it. have a place to play. Yeah. And then, like, since then, it's just, you know, now we're here, which is yeah. pretty wild. Yeah. Cool. Are you guys going to get into, like, tour booking and stuff? Is that something you also want to maybe do for your bands? Or? Absolutely. Yeah. That's on Absolutely. Dex's mind all yeah. the time. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> just booking's a beast on its own. Yeah, yeah. So it's it like, totally like, is. It's, it's a lot of cold calling. Mm-hmm. A yeah, lot, and yeah. a lot of like lot no of replies. Yeah, but it's also yeah. getting the band that you're working with to be ready to take on the tour. Yeah, like yeah. I'll see small tours and all that stuff's good, but like you know, it's always, yeah. yeah, playing, always playing, and just getting them the shows is yeah. Totally. I guess the advantage we have is you know with one band making contacts just for themselves, we can make contacts for yeah all the artists we're working with. So yeah. once we break down those doors starts to get a little easier every time for sure yeah uh it'll be nice to have that kind of book of contacts ready yeah, to go definitely yeah you start going out and people know who you are and stuff that's always exactly. yeah. it's always nice yeah i mean ideally it'd be cool just to get like the people we're working with on those majors too yeah you know, like take your 10 percent because this is yeah <laughs> a shit show to deal with yeah for sure but, like and that would be worth our while too right like if we're on a management deal with a group yeah like if you can get these guys a huge tour like that's money for them that's money for us that's exposure for them it's exposure for us Definitely. so it's kind of worth that yeah losing that 10 percent cut yeah sure in my opinion i think we all kind of yeah agree sure. um cool yeah right on what's well, like all the questions i have is there anything i didn't ask you that you wanted to talk about i'm not sure well i mean we <laughs> talked about jailbirds talk about brandon machine um covered house shows a little bit yeah you guys got new, another house show place? Yeah, we oh, oh. always another house. Show. <laughs> yeah, so we're trying to we're trying to do uh, we're trying to do themed nights, right? Like genre nights. Yeah, because like we're starting to notice like a lot of the EDM kids are like, "Fuck this!" Like, yeah, I don't care about rock music. Yeah, and like our whole premise is being inclusive of all artists. Yeah, 
Like we have pop act, rock acts, right? Yeah. So I think our next one's gonna be Electronic Night. Cool. What I don't think it is, it is. Yeah. (laughs) Um, you know, like just with a pioneer or something. Yeah. You get a lot more of maybe the people who haven't been out. Yeah, for sure. Um, maybe hip hop night, stuff like that. Yeah. And then a hardcore night in the new year. Yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. And then lose our security deposits pretty quick. Yeah, there was some, some pretty uh, yeah. hardcore, like, sad taquito. There was one hardcore night at the sad taquito that was, like, fucked up. Because there, there was enough room, and they were, like, crowd killing and stuff. I heard it got people Yeah, it got pretty that's like our, uh, up. Yeah. That's kind of our kind, Like, our venue is, uh, it's nice. Yeah. You got the upstairs for the, uh, yeah. kind of a balcony. Yeah. yeah, and you can but, still, like, see. But still, when you're in the, yeah. in the heat of it, especially when you have bands, like, if you have a hardcore night, it's going to yeah. be. And if you see decks, you run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> guy's got a shirt from a band the day he got the shirt he got a boot print on it, it won't come off really that was in our house yeah that oh was a good one. Yeah, dad shirt. Yeah. when he wore that i was like oh it's a cool design like you like he's like no it's like real <laughs> yeah, we, we left the show so we left the show and everyone's just like laughing i'm like i have like a boot print and just like some blood on the shoulder you're just like that was a great show though yeah, the show was out. You guys were all there. Mount yeah. Eddie. Yeah, Mount Eddie's all. We didn't even is realize the, these guys that... played them. Like they sound like Green Day, and I find out after they're set, it's Billy Joe's son. Oh shit! <laughs> I was like, oh, yes. that's why it sounded yeah. like Green Day. So oh. loud though. Like, didn't he have a gnarly guitar too? They honestly, oh, yeah, yeah, like, the, the kid's like sick. eighteen. You're like, how does he have a custom shop Fender Strat? Yeah. I'm like, I can't even afford <laughs> yeah. groceries. Yeah, and it's like, oh, he's and then you're like, he's uh, Billy Joe's son. Yeah, yeah, that was a great show. All the bands were great. That's, that's, a, a thing. that's a group that you guys like then yeah. Yeah. that's the thing we're all in it that that's brings back to the whole genre just every sure. genre just yeah if you're good you're good that's all i can say right on what was some like what's some of like your favorite music that you guys listen to like bands or artists or whatever maybe that you grew up on or oh the wonder years for me is like number one yeah like i gotta take a that show at a, a music hall. question oh, okay wonder cool. years and have mercy are my top bands right now and uh I mean, it's always the old school stuff that I grew up on. But right. Like, some of those bands are a little too embarrassing to name here. So. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I wouldn't do it on camera. <laughs> Jeez, that, that'll live with you forever, eh? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. My old love for All Time Low as a, as a 15-year-old. Right <laughs> on. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. If I had to listen to one band forever, the rest of my life would be Royal Blood. Okay, cool. I'm just... Right on. Great band. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you guys all know. seen them live yeah. a couple of times. They're Pretty. killer. Yeah. It's an obsession. It is. Yeah. But they opened for Queens of the Stone Age on their last tour. They played it, bud, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty unreal. That's I'm cool. just gonna be that guy and just say Led Zeppelin for sure. I, know, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can Greta say, Van you Fleet. can say, yeah, yeah, whatever. I was gonna say, <laughs> he's playing the record, man. He's just too embarrassed. He to talked about how much he hates, and then you like open the door to his room. Yeah. And he's like <laughs> sitting there singing the lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> for myself, I can go from like Beach House to like Title Fight or something. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Right on. Huge fan of like dream pop and stuff. So sweet. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Cool. Synthwave. No. <laughs> I like making that. Yeah. Wait, you like making it? You don't, yeah. like, you don't like listening to it? I don't really <laughs> listen to it much, to be honest. True. That's hilarious. That's how I got into Kavinsky was because of you. Really? Yeah. That's all the time now. Shit, yeah. Right on. Well, yeah. cool, guys. That's like that's all I got for you. Awesome. Thanks for, was, thanks for yeah, coming and doing cool. it. Yeah, no problem, man. We're happy to be here. Yeah. Sweet. Cool. Right on. Gatsby on social media. Gatsby Records. Gatsby Records on everything. Yeah. You guys got a website yet? Or? We do. We oh, do, yeah. Shit. For a while, just right. gatsbyrecords.com. Cool. Well, and links uh, in the description. Yep. Awesome. All that shit. Cool. Thanks, man. Thanks. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to that. Hopefully you learned something. Next week, we have this band that uh, reached out to me to do it. They're called The Common Chase. Uh, they're a relatively small band, but I, you know, I thought their music was pretty good. And they were super nice. Three of the four members came over, and they were really, really cool. And uh, it's funny, man. Like the people that come over here, and I'm like, yeah, sure, like well, I'll do it. And then like, I'm like, fuck, I, there's like no info on these guys. Like, I hope this goes well. And uh, and it's like, it goes great. It goes so great. I haven't listened back to that one yet, but like doing it, I was like, this is good. This is gonna be good. Uh, <laughs> So anyway, yeah, that's what we got next week. And then I need to start recording more because that's all I got. So uh, I don't know. We'll see what's up. Anyway, here is a song off of Lost Arts EP, Let Me Go. It's called Best Wishes. It sounds like this. <laughs> 